Take ORFM Dunedin with you wherever you go with podcasts and streaming of primo local content. Download the accessmedia.nz app for free from Google Play and the Apple App Store. This program was first broadcast on ORFM Dunedin and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Settling in a new city can raise lots of questions. How does the bus service work? Can I join the local library? Where do I go to get advice on renting a home? Over the next half hour, the team from Citizens Advice Bureau bring you information of special interest to new migrants to Dunedin. Welcome to Settlement Information with Citizens Advice Bureau. Kia ora, welcome again to Settling in Dunedin with Citizens Advice on OAR, which is OR 105.4 FM on the Connecting Culture Zones. And I'd just like to give you a wee heads up that um, it is Cab Awareness Week, the week of the 9th to the 15th of March. You may see some stuff on um, television or radio about us, and that's because we're trying to let people know all about us and what our services are, and it's to let you all know that we are here and we are free and we are for everyone. That includes you. It doesn't matter what your problem is, we listen. We have face-to-face encounters, so if you want to come in and talk to us, uh, we have a volunteer willing to listen and, and walk you through your problem. We're also online via our website, cab.org. NZ, and that also gives you an online chat for all you people who are right into chatting online. You can come in to see us at 155 Princess Street, which is at the corner of Princess and Dowling Street, so that's south of the Octagon. And our phone number is 03471-6166, or if you want to free phone us, you may not necessarily get the Dunedin office, but it doesn't matter. All cabs can answer your queries, and that number is 0800 367 Now, tonight we're going to be following on from a basic uh, tenancy information that we gave in January. And uh, in that period of time, we had a few queries about bonds and um, a couple of sticky ones about 14-day notices to remedy. So I'm not sure if you remember us briefly talking about them. If you don't remember, you can listen to it on a podcast. Uh, Just look up the January topic. Um, To go through these with me, I have Kevin. Kia ora, Kevin. Kia ora, Robbie. Nice to be here. It it is good to have you back, Kevin, because as as some of you who may be listening to us will know, Kevin quite often comes in and helps because we're doing a Know Your Rights theme and we're going to continue with that this year because that's exactly what we're all about. All right, Kevin, what are you going to ask? (laughs) First of all, we're going to talk about bonds. Bonds. That's those tricky bits and pieces that some of you may have been actually uh, (laughs) having to deal with already as you are moving into flats, and they're not always an easy thing to do. Which part are we dealing with first, Kevin? I've got one here, Robbie. A client rang us inquiring about a tenancy bond in that two people were renting and they were just about to lodge the tenancy bond, but one of the tenants wants to just pay by cash money uh, for two weeks and 
wants the landlord to hold it as a bond. And the question was, is this legal? Oh, right. Well, those sorts of questions are kind of tricky to clarify because you have to really look for them. And the volunteer who looked at this, and this is a genuine query, um, informed the client that she could go to the Tenancy Services website, which is tenancy.gov.nz, and this is on the MB website, which is Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment, where everything about tenancy is explained. They've also got a little um, icon online, which is Ask Nancy, where you can ask Nancy these sorts of questions as well. There are all, There's also information on this website about um, all of your queries in other languages. So bear that in mind, those MB websites are really, really good for new migrants. Um, so the client was told that the landlord must lodge the bond with tenancy services within 23 working days and provide a receipt. It would not be legal for the person paying the bond or the landlord to just hold cash as a bond. So that's a black and white answer. There's no ifs or maybes to that one, Kevin. Thank you, Robbie. Now, another one, and this is one that we get quite frequently, and this is what happens to the bond if there is a change of flatmate. And a scenario that we we had, just what happens to the bond if there is a a change of flatmate? Well, that happens a lot. Um, Some of you may just move into flats uh, with a group of people. Some of them you know, some of them you don't know. So if this happens and one of your flatmates moves out, here's what might happen. The departing flatmate should get back their share of the bond, okay, when they leave. Usually this is done by asking the replacement flatmate to pay their share of the bond directly to the departing flatmate so that you've got flatmate A who's paid a bond, who's leaving, flatmate B who's coming in and they pay flatmate A the bond and then when the tenancy ends, flatmate B gets essentially flatmate A's bond back. If you're confused, so are we. But that's what can happen. Exactly. Okay. Um, if the departing flatmate's name is on the tenancy agreement and the bond record, then these will need to be updated. So you, you actually have to complete a change of tenant form. And these you'll find in tenancy.gov.nz. Um, and it states which tenant is departing and which tenants are remaining and or are new. So, you know, get your paperwork done, people, because it just sort of means that there's less hassle at the end when you all leave the flat. Now, this change of tenant form will have to be signed by all of the tenants and sent to the tenancy services within 10 days of the change of tenant. And when the tenancy service processes the completed form, they also update their bond records. So there's a good record kept. Keep your own records as well. Don't just throw away any receipts you have. Keep a folder of everything that you've got going on in the flat so that you all know and you've got that change of tenant form recorded. Simple, that one. Well, it is, but I'm glad that someone like CAB (laughs) is there just to help 
everyone to, to get through the, the right steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just do one more Bond one. And the question here is what happens to a tenant's bond at the end of the tenancy? Right. Well, that's a good follow-up question to the Mm. previous one, Kevin, actually. Um, The bond will be paid back to the tenant, in that case, if there's no damage to the property and it is left reasonably clean and tidy and all the rent is up to date. So that's three things to remember. Make sure you don't go around smashing holes in the walls. Don't live live um, in a flat without cleaning it or keeping it tidy and make sure you pay your rent. It's simple. The landlord can claim for things like the damage done to the property, cleaning not done, rent arrears, items missing or gardening chores not performed as agreed. Note that that's as agreed. So if you haven't got an agreement on your um, tenancy agreement form to do the gardening, then they can't ask for money to have that done. So both the tenant and the landlord have to agree on releasing the bond. Either party can apply to tenancy services to have the bond refunded by signing a bond refund form. And again, you can get these forms from tenancy.gov.nz. And you don't have to wait until your landlord says here's the form, and you ask and say, where's the form? You can do it, all right? So um, you can use additional tenants' forms if there's more than two tenants, and you set out all the details for payment. And once an application for the refund of the bond is made by either the tenant or the landlord, the other party has 10 days to object. So if you've left the place in a bit of a mess, your landlord can then object. It's got 10 days. Right. If the landlord and tenant don't agree on how much the bond should be refunded to the tenant, they can make an application to the tenancy tribunal. And you can always ring tenancy services anyway um, to double check on what your obligations are if you're not looking at your computer and having a look online. Um, and there is an application fee of around $20 if you do go through the tenancy tribunal. So make, you just make sure it's all clean and tidy and no mm. holes in the walls. It's quite simple, people, very simple. Um, and if it does go to the tenancy tribunal, and some do, they'll first try to get a mediation going. And if it doesn't work, then it goes on to the tribunal. Hope that answers that. Oh, that's, that's good, Robbie. Because again, uh, if you're trying to deal with these things by yourselves, it can can get quite complicated. Whereas, in actual fact, once you've got a piece of advice, then yeah. it's all steps and stairs, and it's it's fine. Yeah. So let, let's have a look about because sometimes the the accommodation that you've rented is not in a, a good condition. So what happens yeah. if there is some a problem with the property I'm renting? Yep. I contact the landlord to tell the landlord what, what is wrong with it and the landlord will not fix the problem. What can I do in those circumstances? Right. Well, those are problematical. Dialogue with your landlord is always a good idea, isn't mm-hmm. it? Sure, yeah. yes. If the problem is urgent and is a serious threat to your health or safety, and um, for an example, maybe the roof leaking a whole lot and you've got buckets everywhere, um, then you can arrange to get repairs done yourself. 
Okay. okay. So if you do that, you can claim reimbursement from your landlord later as long as you try to contact the landlord first. So some landlords will let you do that. So, And usually, you know, if you've got an amicable relationship with your landlord, that's an easy one. Mm-hmm. You know, just say, look, the roof's leaking, I need it fixed now. Landlord says, oh, oh I'm not in, the, in Dunedin at the moment, can you sort it out? Just sort it out. Mm. Would, would it be better for my protection to get that in writing from the landlord? Um, I think it's okay if you get a verbal and you have mm-hmm. more than one person listening. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. But, you know, if you've got a good landlord, um, they will follow through with that. And mm-hmm. you just explain it to um, the person you're dealing with and they can perhaps – look, if it's a tradesperson, it's probably a good idea, and this is just a sensible, practical thing to do, to get them to ring your landlord and chat to them about okay. what they've found mm-hmm. and what they're going to do. Sure. So that sort of makes it a bit of a easy one for you. Yeah. And if the repair isn't urgent and the landlord doesn't act, then you should begin by sending your landlord a notice – asking for the repair to be carried out. Now, this is what's called a 14-day notice to remedy. And you can use um, uh, the Tenancy Services template letter. Again, it's on their website. And that formally notifies the landlord that they have 14 days to fix the situation. Um, You've got to make sure you keep all copies as proof, especially when you've sent it, so that if your landlord still fails to carry out the repair, you can apply for a work order through the Tenancy Tribunal, and that's more serious staff. And they can order your landlord to get the work done or reimburse you for the cost of getting the work done. But hopefully um, that sort of situation doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we hear about some situations at Citizens Advice Bureau um, where, you know, nothing's been fixed and things are getting really bad with mm-hmm. mould, etc., but that's not to say that there aren't like 99 landlords out there who mm-hmm, are going sure. to actually come along and help fix your roof mm-hmm. if it's leaking. So uh, it's, we, we, we just hear the other side. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, if your landlord is going to be that, – that, that one in actual fact, um, they have 21 days to do it. And if your landlord is going to be overseas for more than 21 days, then they have to appoint a New Zealand agent. So if you've got a landlord who doesn't live here, they need to have a New Zealand land property agent. Um, oh, actually, so, yeah. so this can be a person yep. who you yep. can go to, yep. uh, a friend or – Yep. A friend of the, the landlord's. Yeah, who will act on the landlord's behalf. Ah. And you can inform them of any any details that you need done. And that, again, you know, you usually find that you have, if you've got a really good landlord, mm-hmm. that's all been set up before they disappear overseas sure. in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fine. And oh, that's, that, it's quite good that that's by law that there's got to be somebody there. Can, can we talk about... How to resolve a dispute? Oh yes, with we can. My landlord. How to dis- because some, sometimes it doesn't quite go the way that we think it should, or we oh, would like it to. Yes. Well, we can. And um, so we're going through the theory here. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 what is the best way to resolve a dispute with my landlord? Well, always common sense tells you talk to your landlord. Okay, so that you can both sure. try mm-hmm. to clarify your rights and obligations. But sometimes my landlord 
does not want to talk to me for whatever reason. Well, if this isn't going to work, you can talk to the Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment. It's Tenancy Services. Again, um, anything to do with tenancy, they're your people, but so are we. And sometimes Community Law Otago can help you out mm-hmm. with these okay. problems. Um, and they'll tell you how to progress. And mediation is normally recommended as the first step. And if this fails, either party can make an apl- application to the Tenancy Tribunal. Um, there are some tips. Mm-hmm. Can, can I hear them, please? <laughs> oh, yes, I'll tell you the tips. First, tell the landlord about the problem in person or on the phone. It's just common courtesy. And then follow up with a letter confirming the conversation. And if nothing happens, contact the landlord again. Mm -hmm. I know this might sound like a lot of hassle, but it's always a good idea. And keep copies of all the letters and notes that you've sent to the landlord and perhaps record conversations as in wrote write down that you rang the landlord at 10.30 on Wednesday the 16th (laughs) to -hmm. talk about the situation. And hang on to that. Um, Could, could, Could I... When you say record, could I take along a little recording machine and would would I have to tell him that I'm doing it? Absolutely, you have to tell him you're doing it. And and would I have to get his permission? And if he says no, then... No, you just write down, okay, okay. I've written down that we're talking to. But yes, people don't like to be recorded um, without their knowledge, and I think you can get into a bit of trouble with that. I mean, legally, yeah. But but I mean, I could ask for permission, and if he says sure, um, then I can. But if they don't, then okay. So you can get a template letter to send to the landlord, giving them fourteen days' notice. Robbie, sorry, can you explain to me what a template letter? Um, You've used it a couple of times. I have, haven't I? Can, can you explain to me exactly okay. what it is? When you go onto the Tensi website, it has um, it has little examples of letters. <gasps> so, and all you have to do is fill out your problem and sign it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's all set up for you. And I can come into CAB office and have them do that for you me. You can indeed. Thank so you. we can do that. In fact, we're quite good at that. We've done a few. <laughs> so we do know where to find it. Sometimes people, uh, for whatever reason, are a bit unsure. And um, if, if your English isn't fabulous, we're happy to fill it out for you with you right there so that you know what's happening. Okay? And you can just ring um, us or you can ring Tenancy Services. Okay, and if it gets it, when it starts getting to um, the difficult part, um, you can apply to the tenancy tribunal if you want to raise problems with the landlord and it hasn't helped. If the landlord's not working with me to resolve a dispute, can I just stop paying the rent? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You can't really refuse to pay the rent. I mean, um, it's only a fourteen-day notice. To remedy, and that gives them 14 days' notice to get work done. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. this doesn't mean to say that because uh, your roof is leaking, you're going to stop paying rent. You can't refuse to pay it while you're waiting for that to happen, but you can try to negotiate mm-hmm. a temporary 
rent reduction with your landlord. Oh, okay. And um, yes, we have heard people doing that, and yes, it has been successful, and all parties concerned were very happy, thank you. So Good. try that mm. if you need to, okay. because it works. Well, well, Robbie, here's something different. Um, we, we had a client calling about their tenant uh, being behind with the rent, and the, the, the tenant moved in and has not paid the correct amount ever since and is withholding um, it due to finding faults and damages in the flat. Now, the, the landlord argues about this. Mm-hmm. The, the landlord okay. is a first-time landlord and was unsure of their tenancy um, agreement being signed. So, now, the, yeah. the landlord's also getting behind with their mortgage payments because the tenant's not paying on time, and so he's experiencing trouble with the bank. All right, so that, that's not an ideal um, situation. The client I th- um, was spoken to at length by one of our um, volunteers, and it just goes on to actually cover, Kevin, exactly what we just talked about before, about mm-hmm. the 14-day notices. And, um, and, and it has to be served, and they can't, and as I said, they can't refuse to pay rent while waiting for the landlord to fix something. Um, the, in this case, the client was given Tenancy Services' phone number to ring and suggested that the client review the links that they were given. So we don't actually do, we'll go and battle it for you, but we will point it out to you. And it's and it looks like the time for a 14-day notice in this case had been gone past and rent arrears um, were more than two weeks. So he had... Ha- the landlord had issued the client a 14-day notice to um, remedy, which means that the, the client had four, uh, 14 days to collect the rent that was owed, as well as requiring the the tenant to pay the current rent. So if you've got a 14 days notice to remedy the fact that you're behind in rent, it doesn't mean you keep you only pay that. You mm-hmm. have to keep paying your rent plus the arrears. I hope that's clear, is it? Yes, yes. So there's no way that that you can stop paying what you have agreed to pay in the first place. Correct. So if Wayne paid, um, we'll call him uh, Wade. (laughs) I don't know where I got that name. I think I was reading something in the newspaper with somebody's name called Wade and I thought, oh, that's about funny. Um, So maybe this this person paid a, a, a bond, and his landlord can also have the bond refunded towards arrears at Mm. the end. Okay? And what it says um, in the tenancy notebook is serving notices. If you send a 14-day notice to remedy and the person does not fix the problem within the time allowed, you can apply to the tenancy tribunal to sort the matter out. As part of your application, you can seek to end the tenancy. You can also require the other person to do something like fix a leaking roof or pay the rent. In this case, it was pay the rent. You may also be able to seek uh, damages and compensation, which the tribunal tribunal can order if that's appropriate. And um, the landlord must also apply for termination of the tenancy on a date when the rent is 21 days more or in arrears. So it does get actually quite tricky. And um, and no, we don't just hear from um, 
tenants, we also hear from landlords. Mm. So this was one, and I'm pretty sure that they would have sorted it out between them. Uh, the client, who was a landlord, had plenty of information to look at to go and find out and sort out what he needed to do, and he also had the tenancy services phone number. Sure. And, I mean, it's good that the... The landlord has equal rights at the tenancy tribunal as the the renter. Yes, absolutely. And we're going to have to wrap that one up. We've actually got um, pages and pages of stuff still about bonds. We may come back to bonds again sometime. Um, but thank you very much, Kevin. It might be a bit stilted. Sorry, folks, but I, I did have a choking, coughing fit in the middle of that, which you will not hear, thanks to the wonderful Dom. <laughs> so until next time, kia ora. Kia Take ORFM Dunedin with you wherever you go with podcasts and streaming of primo local content. Download the accessmedia.nz app for free from Google Play and the Apple App Store. This program was first broadcast on ORFM Dunedin and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.